Jess, a women's health enthusiast. I'm raising my family around the world, and like you, I'm a girl who's seeking solutions. And I'm Cody, a holistic health practitioner, functional nutritionist, and a period problem solver. Did you know that periods don't have to feel like a monthly curse? That's right. We want every girl to actually look forward to her time of the month. It's time we start seeing our periods as our girl superpower. Yep. We are here to change the conversations about periods. Let's talk. Hey, ladies, it's Cody. And you know what? It's just me here today. Cute Jess is in Spain, and with all the craziness that is going on right now, I told her we're just not going to worry about her joining me on this podcast so that she can spend all of her time taking care of her cute family making her kids feel loved and giving her all of their or all them all of her attention. So Jess, I'm going to miss having you on here, but I am sending my love to you. All right. So today I thought, you know, with this little solo cast, I thought I could take an opportunity to dive into a topic that really applies to pretty much every girl that has reached out to me either through DMs on Instagram, through emails or even you that are my personal clients. Today we are going to talk about estrogen dominance. What is it? How do you know if you have it and how can we naturally reverse it most importantly? Let me start by asking how many of you have been told by your healthcare provider that your symptoms may need hormonal birth control or some kind of hormone therapy to, air quote, fix them. Or maybe you've been told that your symptoms are absolutely nothing to worry about. This happens a lot, sadly. But you know that there is something in the back of your mind that says otherwise. If this hasn't happened to you yet, then let me give you a glimpse into your possible future. All right? For as long as I've been around, women... And now, actually, women that are as young as 35 years old can start to experience perimenopause symptoms. And women around this age have been led to believe that at the slightest symptoms of perimenopause, and then as they go into menopause, that they should run out and get hormone replacement because their progesterone and estrogen levels are starting to drop. Oh no, I know a lot of people freak out over this, but I want you to know that this is a natural process. And I also want you to know that while estrogen levels will drop during menopause, the truth is that estrogen levels do not fall significantly until a woman's last period. And this might not even happen until you are into your 50s. Perimenopause, which I know a lot of us don't realize, it can actually last up to 12 years. Not always, but sometimes. In fact, this time, far more women suffer from the effects of estrogen dominance during the transition to menopause. We are going to cover in more depth perimenopause and menopause in a future episode as well, but it's important to know that this is the time most women experience estrogen dominance. So today, this is our topic. I want to take a deep dive into estrogen dominance, and here is why. Estrogen dominance is at an all-time high for women, and especially, like I said, for women 35 years and older, and it's linked to all kinds of things like allergies, autoimmune disorders, breast cancer, uterine cancer, infertility, ovarian cysts, and increased blood clotting. And it's also associated with the acceleration of our aging process. 
in full disclosure, I want to share with you that I have personally had estrogen dominance. It happened in my late 30s and into my early 40s. I really knew something was going on because my periods got extremely heavy. I also had crazy migraines. I couldn't sleep and my breasts felt very fibrous and they were so tender each month right before my period was about to begin. These were big time signs for me that I was dealing with estrogen dominance and that I needed to do even more to support my body's ability to metabolize and detoxify the excess estrogen that was causing my crazy debilitating symptoms. So I searched for and I studied lifestyle modifications and what could I do even more than what I was already doing and what nutrients did my body need most. I was determined to give my body what it needed most. I just I just wanted to feel like myself again. So what I did is I really loved up on my gut and also on my liver. And this is what was key to naturally reversing my estrogen dominance. It was actually at this time and it was this process of figuring out all of this stuff for myself and for all of the other women in my life that were also suffering the same way that actually led me to creating what is now her time. And that's actually what's brought us together. So yay. I mean, it's not fun that I had to go through all of this, but I'm grateful that I was able to learn along the way so that I can share some of the things that I've learned with all of you. All right, so what I wanna do right now is I wanna do a quick assessment with you. I find that assessments can be so helpful in figuring out if you are struggling with something but you can't seem to put a finger on it. I'm going to list out the common signs and symptoms of estrogen dominance. I want you to do a quick assessment to see where you are at. If you are experiencing two or more of the following symptoms, it is very possible that you are experiencing some level of estrogen dominance or hormonal imbalance. All right, estrogen dominance assessment time. Here we go. The symptoms are listed as decreased sex drive, low libido, irregular menstrual cycles, and irregular bleeding. For me, it was the heavy bleeding. Bloating, constipation, breast swelling and tenderness, fibrocystic breasts, headaches or migraines, especially just before or at your period, mood swings, which can swing from anxiousness and irritability all the way down to depression, weight or fat gain, especially around your abdomen, hips, and thighs, cold hands and feet, which is also a symptom of thyroid dysfunction, but it can also be connected to estrogen dominance hair loss and or eyebrow loss, especially the outer corners of your eyebrows, sluggish metabolism, foggy thinking, memory loss, brain fog, feeling tired throughout the day, especially in the afternoon and evening, trouble sleeping and insomnia, and PMS symptoms, of course. All right, so I've listed the biggest indicators of estrogen dominance. Do any of these symptoms apply to you? If so, your body is telling you that it is really craving some extra love and attention and it could use a hormone reset. I mentioned earlier, if you are experiencing two or more of these signs, it's time for you to also love up on your gut and on your liver and your hormone pathways. 
It's so worth it to explore what some of the biggest root causes are for your estrogen dominance or for estrogen dominance in general, especially if these root causes are connected to toxic exposure, to gut issues, and even to chronic stress. I want to share a story with you about a client that I coach. She's given me permission to tell her story because she hopes it can help others. When I first started working with her, she shared with me that she had estrogen dominance about six years ago while she was in perimenopause, but at the time, she didn't know it. Her symptoms got so bad, she had fibroids that were developed, and her periods were extremely heavy, especially on one month, and then you know the next month, it seemed like her periods were almost non-existent. Her doctor's recommendation due to the fibroids at the time was to perform a complete hysterectomy to remove her uterus and ovaries so that they could remove the fibroids and stop the heavy bleeding that she was experiencing. But never once was there a conversation around estrogen dominance or even looking into root cause solutions to actually solve the problem. Now, due to her complete hysterectomy, she went into surgical menopause at the age of 45 years old. And because that was earlier than when she would have gone into menopause naturally, her doctors prescribed synthetic hormone therapy of Premarin and Progestin, which are synthetic estrogen and progesterone prescriptions. Now, over time, her prescription of the synthetic hormones were increased because it didn't seem to be helping her symptoms as much anymore. And it wasn't very long that she began to experience some very scary side effects due to the large amounts of estrogen in her system. She started getting heart palpitations. She started bloating. She had very tender, swollen breasts. Her cholesterol went very high and she started having blood clotting issues. Her migraines, they came back with a vengeance. And as you can imagine, she was really scared and really confused as to what was going on with her body, despite following all of her doctor's recommendations, including the hormone therapy recommendations. Ultimately, she just ended back up in the same boat of severe estrogen dominance, except now because of her synthetic hormone prescriptions, She had a higher risk for breast cancer, for heart disease, and for stroke due to too much estrogen in her body. And it's no surprise at all that her situation, it is not unique. I hear stories like this all the time. This is happening all over the country. I have sisters, I have friends, and I have worked with many women as clients that have experienced very similar situations and symptoms. Hysterectomies are being done all the time without really looking for what is really going on. Now, there are times when they are absolutely necessary, but what I want to point out is that 50% of the time they are performed and could have easily been avoided if we had just gone a little deeper into what the root causes are. So often the root cause is estrogen dominance and it impacts, no surprise here, more than just our uterus, right? Taking out the ovaries and uterus isn't going to always solve the problem. It's important to take the time to address root causes first before taking drastic measures like hysterectomies. By far the biggest risks associated with estrogen dominance is hormone-dependent cancer, including breast cancer in both men and women uterine and ovarian cancers in women, and prostate cancer in men. 
Breast cancer is most specifically the most rampant cancer. In fact, one in eight women will get breast cancer in their lifetime. The other big chronic issues that can be formed because of estrogen dominance is autoimmune conditions. And in some with autoimmune conditions, high estrogen can increase the inflammatory response of the immune system. This increases antibodies that target the body's own tissue, like Hashimoto's. As you can imagine, those of you especially who know me, this hits close to home for me because around the time I was addressing my own estrogen dominant issues was the time that I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So I can totally relate to the story my client shared with us, and I can also relate to the concerns because it definitely begs the question if I could have prevented that Hashimoto's diagnosis if I had addressed the estrogen dominance issue much earlier. It's one of those things I just have to look at that I guess I had to learn through experience. But I want to point out that it's all about getting to the root causes. That's the takeaway I want you to grab hold of during this podcast. So now that you understand why you should care just a little bit more about estrogen dominance and its impact on our body, I want to briefly break down the role of estrogen and how it plays in our body and talk about the interplay between estrogen and progesterone. Each of us naturally produce the hormone estrogen in our adrenal glands and our stored fat tissue, as well as ovaries for women and testes for men. Estrogen is necessary for many important functions in the body, including childbearing, keeping cholesterol in check, protecting your bone health, for neuroprotection, mood support, and so much more. But it's important that estrogen stays balanced, and it's progesterone that keeps everything in check. Estrogen and progesterone do this beautiful dance together each month while we are still cycling, and we really can't function without them both and can only function well when both of these beautiful partners are dancing in sync together. When a woman's menstrual cycle is normal, estrogen is dominant for the first two weeks of the cycle leading up to ovulation during the follicular phase. Estrogen is then balanced during the last two weeks of the luteal phase as more progesterone is being produced. As women enter perimenopause, and girls, this can start as early as 35 years old. Like I mentioned, it can be different for all of us, but as we begin perimenopause, we begin to experience anovulatory cycles. And I'm going to say that again because it sounds like ovulatory, but it's its own word. It's anovulatory. Anovulatory cycles are when cycles occur, but no ovulation actually occurs, which means no progesterone is, is created or produced because we need to actually ovulate in order to produce progesterone. At this point during this stage of life, estrogen can often go unopposed no estrogen to be seen, or at least not enough, and this is what is causing symptoms. So skipping ovulation may be only one of the potential factors in estrogen dominance, but it is definitely one that tends to play out during perimenopause and as we get closer to menopause. In industrialized countries like the United States, there can also be many other causes. And since I want you to know about all of them, all of them, I'm going to share another list with you. Here is my list of the other causes that I want you to really pay attention to. All right. Some of these causes are excess ex exposure to environmental xenoestrogens, which is a number of chemical compounds, solvents, parabens, 
and obesogens like phthalates, BPA, persistent organic pollutants, which are found in all kinds of products such as cleaners, those Glade plugins you're plugging into your wall, the plastic water bottles that we're drinking from, shampoo, makeup, nail polish, mascara, and even plastic flip-flops, just to name a tiny few that can carry xenoestrogens. Basically, it's all the things we girls use on a daily basis to look our best, and th- but they are not making it so that we feel our best. Also, the synthetic estrogens that are found in birth control pills and hormone replacement therapy, like we talked about earlier, is also a major cause. Another cause, is, and this one's a big one, is eating a SAD diet, or that stands for Standard American Diet. The SAD diet consists of a lot of non-organic food sources and lots and lots of processed foods containing high amounts of pesticides, herbicides, glyphosate, as well as growth hormones and antibiotics that are found in conventionally farmed and fed animals. The toxins in our food contribute to massive endocrine disruption because they cause gut issues, they cause liver issues, and hormone pathway disruption. The next cause is excess body fat that is greater than 28%. We end up storing estrogen in our body fat. Did you know that? And the more fat we are storing on our body, the more estrogen dominant we most likely are. Things also like leaky gut, gut dysbiosis and constipation, which inhibits phase three estrogen detoxification by disrupting the estrobolum or the gut bacteria that metabolizes estrogen. So when I say we need to love up on our gut, it's because the gut plays a major role and is phase three in estrogen detoxification. So super, super important to make sure that your gut is fully supported. Another big one, it's chronic stress. We all have it, right? Which impacts the gut. It also impacts our liver, our thyroid, and even our insulin levels. Chronic stress also reduces progesterone levels, all of this leading to estrogen dominance. I'm going to add one that most doctors will never ask you about. In fact, if you go into the doctor's office, you're filling out a health history, you're having a conversation with your doctor, most likely they will never ask you about this, but it definitely relates to estrogen dominance. And this is what I call unresolved trauma. I also call it an intangible, but it absolutely can manifest into hormone issues. So I want you to recognize this and see what you can do. Maybe work with a professional that can help you work through this trauma so that you can move forward into a healthier and happier life. I'm also going to talk about, I think this is a huge one too. (laughs) And this one is poor liver function. This is actually the big enchilada. We will be actually talking a lot about this today because the liver is literally responsible for eliminating metabolized estrogens through phase one and phase two detoxification pathways. And again, phase three is the gut that we just talked about. Another big cause and one that I address also daily is nutrient deficiencies that impair phase one and two detoxification. We just aren't taking in the right amount of nutrients our body needs to be efficient with this. I'm going to lump a couple a couple more in here 
um, because I think they're important to recognize and address. So the ones that I want to also include are paying attention to the medications, like your Tylenol, your Advil, also your prescription medications, but also smoking and alcohol because they all burden the liver and they force the liver to prioritize those issues as opposed to metabolizing estrogen. Estrogen is being metabolized every second of the day. I don't know if you know that, but because when it comes to estrogen, you got to use it and then you got to lose it. And if your body and your liver is focused on toxins like medications, smoking and alcohol, we can't properly lose it because we've got to prioritize those big toxic issues and put the estrogen metabolism issue to the side. Next cause, and this one's a good one too, is sugar consumption because sugar just has a negative impact on the liver, period. You girls know this. I know this. We wish we didn't know this, but we do. And so we need to take appropriate steps to limit our sugar consumption. Okay. That seemed like that was a really long list. I know now that I've listed so many of the big root causes of estrogen dominance, I want you to just take a moment though and consider any of these root causes and how they may be impacting your hormonal health or other health concerns as well. I know for me, as I think about this list, I know stress, trauma, leaky gut, and environmental exposure have played a big role in me having estrogen dominance in the past and have led to other hormone issues over the years. You can experience estrogen dominance if you're experiencing any of the causes that I just mentioned and if your progesterone and estrogen ratio is imbalanced. I'm talking about when there is an insufficient amount of progesterone being produced to oppose the estrogen. This is a very common scenario. In fact, you can actually be tested and show that you have low estrogen levels, but if your progesterone is even lower, you can still have estrogen dominance. Also, if your body is having a problem metabolizing the different types of estrogen in your body through the three detox pathways of three different metabolites that exist, this also is a big root cause of estrogen dominance. Fortunately, we are able to measure individual estrogens as well as the hydroxy and methoxy metabolites. These tests can also help guide us in the appropriate management of hormone metabolism. As far as I know now is the best test that I can recommend for you is called a Dutch test. Dutch stands for dried urine test for comprehensive hormones. It is a simple but sophisticated test that looks not just at your hormones, but how your body processes and metabolizes them. Super important. You can either ask your functional medical doctor to order this test for you, or you can actually order it on your own and you can take this test at home and then send it to a lab to be tested. You will then be sent the results, but make sure you go over these test results with a qualified functional medicine doctor or coach. These tests are really tricky to read and there are not many primary doctors that are very privy on how to read Dutch tests. All right. Are you guys still with me? I hope so. I know I'm just giving you all kinds of information. I know that some of this can seem complicated, but believe me, it gets way more complicated when we look at all the pathways inside the liver and the gut. But what I want you to understand is what really matters is that you are focusing on loving your gut and loving your liver. I know I keep saying that so that these pathways are going in the direction that really serves you. 
So now that we have covered those root causes and how estrogen dominance is created in the body, the next steps are to address and reverse estrogen dominance. The first step in addressing and reversing estrogen dominance is what I already said, testing. It's important to confirm your suspicion that you are experiencing estrogen dominance. So getting tested is key. I always say it's better to test than it is to guess. Once you confirm that you have estrogen dominance or an increase in estrogen metabolites, or even if you just have a deep knowing based on the assessment that we did earlier, it's time to leverage natural solutions and lifestyle changes that can support your body. And here's the really good news. Implementing the recommendations that I'm about to share with you will reduce not only estrogen dominance and hormonal imbalance, but it will also reduce inflammation, heal your gut, and support your hormones. So for me, whether you fully know if you've got an estrogen dominance issue or not, this is a win-win. This is a mega win-win. So I just want you to know that what I'm about to share with you has multiple side benefits in your body, not just addressing this one specific issue. You know, when I think about a holistic approach to healing the body, it's all about addressing the entire body as a whole. Now, I know this episode is dedicated to estrogen dominance, but I also want you to recognize that all of these things, they all matter. They all add up to really supporting your body on a cellular level. When it comes to naturally reversing estrogen dominance, I use a two-step approach to helping you minimize exposure to dirty estrogen metabolites and to safely eliminate toxins from your gut and liver. Step one is all about daily lifestyle prevention strategies that you can begin to implement today. All right. The first one is foundational. I talk about it all the time. It's so important and it's all about eating more hormone loving foods. You've got to eat them. You need to also eliminate all toxic foods from your diet that contain hidden estrogens, including conventional meat, dairy products, and non-organic produce. I am hoping that you will opt for grass-fed, pasture-raised, organic whenever possible to avoid added hormones, pesticides, fertilizers, glyphosate that are used in conventional farming methods. Focus on foods that are healing for your liver and your gut. I encourage you to get your greens and cruciferous vegetables on. Broccoli, kale, cauliflower, broccoli sprouts, and Brussels sprouts are a big win here, and they are delicious. Next, I want you guys to start using water filters. Thanks to pollution and runoff, hormone disruptors, heavy metals, and endocrine disruptors are rampant in our water supply. I recommend installing water filters on all of your taps and on your shower heads. Next is the use of non-toxic cleaning and personal care products. It is time to ditch the chemicals that you use each and every day. Luckily, there are lots of great natural solutions out there that are effective and safe. Now, with that being said, I know we are all out there lysoling the heck out of everything in sight to kill the coronavirus. I don't blame you one bit. But just know that the chemicals found in these types of cleaners can and will have a, detriment, a detrimental effect on your gut, your immune system, your liver, and your hormonal health. So use them with caution and try to use more natural, less toxic products or ingredients when possible instead. Next, 
Ditch the plastic water bottles and containers. Replace all plastic storage containers and water bottles with glass or stainless steel. I love Pyrex. Hydro flasks. I literally take my pretty turquoise hydro flask everywhere I go these days and sip my water anywhere with and I just feel so happy looking at that beautiful hydro flask and I'm also happy to know that I'm not adding more like endocrine disruptors into my system so try to do it as you know quickly as you can but a little at a time works too start replacing all of your plastic storage containers with water bottles that are made from glass or stainless steel and also storage containers that are made from these same materials All right, next, minimize heavy metal exposure by buying organic and using good water filters like I had mentioned before. This is super important because heavy metals definitely create all kinds of issues from brain fog to toxic exposure, estrogen dominance, even cancer. So just be mindful about that. And you can do that by focusing on your food and good water filters. Next big one is reducing your daily perceived stress. Now, I know for a fact that stress was a major factor and probably the number one trigger for my hormonal imbalances and chronic fatigue. Chronic stress can lead to overeating. It can also lead to co-elevation of both cortisol and insulin and suppression of certain anabolic hormones. This state of metabolic distress can turn and promote abdominal belly fat storage. Both the direct stress response and the accumulation of visceral fat can also promote a whole slew of other systemic inflammation and oxidative stress. Stress even creates a distressing digestive tract, which will then promote the adrenals to release more cortisol. Cortisol is a progesterone blocker at the cellular level, and it can absolutely lead to estrogen dominance. Literally, stress alone can be the reason why someone is dealing with estrogen dominance. So I recommend doing everything you can to reduce stress. Get out in nature more regularly. Pull out your journal, start writing in it. Get all your favorite essentials out, start diffusing them, put them on your body, whatever it takes. Also, use supplements like HerTime that have specific ingredients to reduce stress and anxiety. I also love meditating. I try to meditate every day. You don't have to meditate for an hour. Even five to 10 minutes can make a big difference. I also think it's really important for us to spend time to clear our mind and imagine ourselves living our best life. I also think it's really helpful to implement self-care rituals in the morning and in the evening. They don't have to be long. They can just be a couple minutes a day, but these couple of minutes a day can massively create a big difference in your health and in your life. Okay, so now these are my lifestyle recommendations that you can begin to implement now. And remember, it's all about the small steps. I don't want you guys to feel overwhelmed like you have to do everything perfectly right now. Just take small, consistent steps in the right direction and they will take you far. It's worth the effort. It's important to restore the function of our cells and hormones. Cellular restoration is so key because disease is cellular. Without your cells functioning properly, you cannot fully heal the body. Your cells are fully integrated to the healing process, and if they are too busy dealing with threats, dealing with toxins, they just can't show up for you the way that they need to. Let's quickly break down the liver's role and how we can immediately support it. Did you know that your liver and your gallbladder are the gatekeepers to supporting your hormones? 
your liver produces bile and not only breaks down excess hormones, but your liver also manufactures hormones. Your liver functions in your body much in the same way as a pool filter functions in the pool. Just as a pool filter cleans a pool by catching the dead leaves, dirt, and insects, the liver detoxifies our body of harmful chemicals and toxins found in our food and in our environment. This is done in two phases that I covered very briefly earlier, and it also requires certain vitamins and minerals to do it effectively. During the first phase, the liver breaks down toxins into smaller components that will be dealt with in the second phase, which can then be neutralized and excreted. Because the liver is so heavily involved with the manufacturing and excretion of hormones, especially estrogen, if there is at all any imbalance in phase one and phase two estrogen, or sorry, in phase one or phase two, estrogen can be reabsorbed into the digestive tract and returned to the liver, adding to the overload of estrogen in the body, which as we have talked about can lead to estrogen dominance and its linked illnesses. But often we confuse the symptoms of perimenopause with symptoms of estrogen dominance. And we think that these symptoms are just normal, but they're not. And if on top of the symptoms that I mentioned during the earlier assessment, or if you've been diagnosed with any other disease that indicates severe estrogen dominance, like certain allergies, autoimmune disorders, certain cancers like uterine, breast, ovarian, um, or ovarian cysts or fibroids, then supporting your liver with nourishing foods, lifestyle preventions, and supportive nutritional therapy supplements will go a long way in not only helping your body eliminate the symptoms, but also in supporting your body to work with whatever medications and treatments you are currently on. You can finally get back to a state of health and wellness that you once knew, hopefully, right? The liver has to be involved in your healing process. You simply cannot heal unless you are also supporting your liver to get rid of the waste. It's just that simple. And the only solution to the mounting issues is to support your body doing the things I've talked about before to help detoxify and by also providing it with gentle, nourishing, detoxifying foods and herbs. The liver is the primary organ responsible for removing toxins from our body. But in research, I have found that our modern diet doesn't include over 50% of the foods and herbs that support the liver's work. So this poor organ has tripled the amount of work with the onslaught of chemical toxicity and 50% of the resources that it needs to do it. I don't know about you, but that does not sound like a good scenario. Our livers are overtaxed and they don't have what they need to function properly or optimally. Now, all of this information that I've shared with you, I want to give you guys all of the solutions. I don't want to just give you the scary news about estrogen dominance, but I want to give you the tools, the tips, the actions that you can take. And I also think it would be irresponsible of me to not share what I have created and what Jess and the rest of the Mixers team have helped to get out into the world to address estrogen dominance and other hormonal imbalances head on. This is an area that I take so seriously, and I always want to share strategies and tools that I feel will bring you the best results. And this tool and this strategy and this little thing that I'm talking about is the supplement Her Time. I created this nutritional supplement to support everyday super women like you that aren't feeling very super and need more support, better nutrition 
better tools and powerful knowledge to improve your energy, your sleep, your focus, your mood, hot flashes, metabolism, and just overall hormonal health. I really believe that when you feel better, you want to do better. We have had so many of you guys reporting back to us that taking her time consistently has brought you back to feeling like yourselves again. Your periods have normalized and you've noticed other benefits as well. Nothing makes us happier to hear. I have found that when we feel better, we actually start making better, healthier choices naturally. We start craving nourishing foods and eating more of them. We want to move our body and we feel amazing doing so. And we have the energy to strive, create, and to serve the way we were designed to function. I don't know if you know this. I hope you do because this is something that we focus on every day. But our mission at Mixers is to have all women feel their best so that they can show up in the world as their best. This is important to us and I know that it's important to you as well. Well, guys, I hope that you enjoyed this solo cast. I hope this episode has given you some helpful information and that now you know how to help make a radical shift in your hormonal health and how to reverse estrogen dominance. I want to talk, say that a lot of the things that we talked about today will be shared in today's um, podcast notes, and you can find more information about our supplement, Her Time, in the show notes, or you can actually just go to our website, which is mixers.com, and we spell that M-I-X-H-E-R-S.com. You can also reach out to me personally if you would like more nutritional support and coaching. You can contact me through email at Cody, C-O-D-Y, at mixers.com or on both of the Instagram accounts that I'm on. Just send me a DM. You can send it to um, on Instagram to at mix.hers or you can even send it to my personal Instagram account, which is at soul happy and healthy. And that's S-O-U-L happy and healthy. Both of these links are also in the show notes below. I hope that you say yes to you today and yes to loving up on your liver and hormonal health. As always, thank you so much for joining in on our conversations here on the It's Her Time podcast. I missed having Jess on this episode with us today, but Jess, I'm sending you love and support, and I just want you to take good care of your family's needs while you are in Spain during this crazy time. I'm also sending each of you listening today these same wishes. Jess will return next week, and I look forward to that. I also look forward to having you all back again, too. Till then, keep in touch. Send us your questions and comments. And if you enjoyed this episode today, please rate and review our podcast and share it with the girls you love. All right, until then, let's stay calm, let's stay safe, and I hope you all have a happy and healthy week. Talk to you soon. Bye. listening. This podcast is brought to you by Mixers, creator of Her Time. Her Time is your monthly lifesaver, period. It's an all-natural supplement that you drink with key ingredients known to help you combat your monthly cycle symptoms at the root each and every month. Try it for yourself. You can find us at mixers.com, M-I-X-H-E-R-S.com. 
mixedhers.com and on social media at mix.hers. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. We are here to talk about what you want to know, so be sure to direct message us with your questions and comments on our Instagram account at mix.hers. We may even ask you to be a special guest. Thanks again. We look forward to hearing from you and continuing the conversation. Mm-hmm.